0: Oh, hi there. Listening. Thank you. That's not how you say that. Hey, thanks for listening uh, to Podcast is Broken. And um, we're coming to you from all four corners of the world uh, for this episode. And I can't believe it's been a week already. It's been phenomenal. Uh, and so many things happened. It was crazy. Uh, my name is Brittle Star. Not really. And <laughs> I'm Steve Boots. Also not really.
1: I'm Lisa bo 923 Really.
0: Wow, that's transparency. (laughs) It's quite a family name. I want you guys to realize that uh, this this shirt that I'm wearing, this is my shirt, but this shirt has spent more time in the UK than I have in the past year and a half. So there you go. I left it here last time I was here. And the people who run the Airbnb we were in, they kept it for me and then dropped it off at my sister-in-law's place. That's Is nice, this an right? elaborate oh.
2: citizenship anchoring program
0: plan, it's, or...? It's kind of like having a baby in a country, exactly. Uh, <laughs> if you leave your shirt long enough, you get automatic citizenship. So, But I'm already a British I was citizen. Say, I,
1: I was I was hoping it was your shirt, and you didn't take it off of somebody else, but...
0: <laughs> no, I know. I think as, in, in, if there were listeners of the last episode, even though I may be the man, I'm not that kind of the man. <laughs> totally different. You're well, the man.
2: <laughs> that's how shirt distribution works in England, though. You just fight another person, and there's just one shirt being distributed.
0: Well, that's for the uh, the NSH, no, and yeah, NS, National shirt, NSS National Shirts, NSS, and National Shirt Service, which is public. Uh, then there's private, of course, as well, where you can get the mm, nicest shirt. And there's the if,
2: National Shirt Trust, which is another the thing National
0: entirely. Shirt Trust, another thing entirely. It's a, it's a navigation. <laughs> it's like navigating a minefield. You never know where you're going to end up. Anyway, this is listen. a very
1: niche conversation. We have to think about <laughs> other people okay, around sorry. the <laughs> world. Gonna,
0: we got to think about the people in Australia because now we've broken yes. the top 120. Um, I'm just Ooh. hopefully saying that. Um, so yeah, so we're, we thought we'd talk today about. Uh, our weird social media lives, and it kind of was spawned initially because Steve, you had said, you know, relationship with the camera and all that kind of stuff. But it goes beyond that, of course. It goes into like social media weirdness because you have like a, a weird level of notoriety or a celebrity, and it's just bizarre. So, where do you want? To, how do we want to start this conversation?
2: Yeah, it's it's the the life of a niche internet micro celebrity is very strange. But I think the <laughs> thing that so prompted self- this.
0: That's, you've got to have more self-esteem than the life of a niche, micro-celebr- micro-ce- niche micro-celebrity. Niche internet
2: micro-celebrity is my preferred term.
1: You've <laughs> well, got a damn sign. You've got a Steve Boot sign. I know. It was a gift from my wife. That's, uh...
2: <laughs> uh, but the, the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I was watching um, Adam Savage's tested YouTube channel, and he brought up the conversation of how everyone has a different relationship to the camera and so i thought i would pose it to you guys what is your relationship to the camera because as people who do social media like more than nearly any other line (laughs) of work you you're on camera like a lot of that time is on camera not necessarily prepping all that stuff just actually physically on screen a lot so what is your relationship to the camera
0: I don't know. Do you want to start, Lisa?
1: It's a means to an end. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it's weird. I don't... <laughs> like, when I started the whole TikTok thing, like, you know, we all start with zero followers, right? So it's it's like, whatever. Is there anybody listening? I didn't know. Um, right. <clears throat> but I still kind of think that... I still think and believe that I'm talking to the same, like, four people that I was talking to when I first started. Um... Mm. And, you know, we see the numbers grow and and that it, it, it's a weird phenomenon to me that people outside of my circle may potentially know who I am. So I try not to think about it a lot until it kind of slaps you in the face, like if you're out and about and someone comes up to you and it's like, I just love your TikToks. And it's like, Hi, I'm really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so It's weird. That's my, my relationship. Sort of, uh... It doesn't exist until it does. You guys
0: are frozen, so I may be talking over you, but it doesn't matter because what I have to say is really important.
1: Um, the man, the man. <laughs> the man.
0: Uh, but it's interesting because I think you, it's easy to dismiss the effect that you have doing this. In the sense, it's like one of the first rules of you know radio broadcasting would be is rather that you're speaking to one person, like you're. It's you're not talking to a whole bunch of people. Obviously, that changes in social media and on YouTube and stuff where people are saying, hey, guys, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but because it's just usually you and your camera or your phone, um, it's easy to forget that there's other people. And I remember very vividly the very first time I went to, because uh, I started on Vine, and the very first time going to uh, the, the Vine meetup in Toronto, and there being a bunch of people who knew who I was. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, ooh, I guess I guess there's actual people watching this, even though I knew the numbers seeing the, seeing the actual people was shocking to me in general, but it's, I mean, I, I mean I've mean i got a massive ego. It's, I love it so much though.
2: <laughs> yeah. The, the numbers thing is so funny to me because like, I don't know, the numbers are so fickle. If you get yourself wrapped up in them, then it's, mm. it, it can get in your head quickly for me. It's a hundred percent. um I just focus entirely on making content. I like, mm. um I, I was frustrated by the lack of anything even vaguely rema- re- resembling like a Canadian like daily show or yeah. comment like s- satirical mm-hmm. commentary like that. Like there was 22 minutes but that's more kind of skits for the most part. Absolutely. And like there's there's comedians and stuff but there's there's it, a, a huge shortage of it and so it came from that. It came from there wasn't a thing being made that I wanted to see made. And so my relationship with the camera, I think it's similar to yours, Lisa. That it's like very utilitarian. Like I don't, I'm not like, oh, I want
0: to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's uh, so propelling Lisa?
2: That was no, that was like... that was the jazz hands. The of oh, j- <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't think that, no, I wasn't suggesting well, I was holding hands. coffee with the other one. So it was jazz hand, right? Jazz yeah. hand. I didn't, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't suggesting that she was propelling herself through life by using jazz hands, but I like that idea too. I gotta get I'm a drink. I'm going to
1: now. Just...
0: <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah, It's, it's an odd so, situation though, because I remember like, you know, back in the day, um, like when I would start getting, uh, recognized and stuff, um, you there's so many weird because you don't know which is exactly as you said you you know Steve is like I started making stuff because I thought oh that I would like to see that and maybe I would I'll make that if no one's making it I'll make it that sounds great and that that is a it's it's a weird way to start because you don't know exactly what you're aiming at you're kind of like just kind of flitting through the process and throwing things out there and you're right you can't get hung up on the numbers because one of the big things about the numbers is that you'll look for a pattern in those numbers and there's no pattern in the numbers at all. You're at the mercy of so many things. I always tell people who are asking for, you know, advice on how to make social media a career. And it's like, they're like, well, my this video did great. And this video didn't do anything. And then I couldn't get any numbers for a month. And it's like, yeah, that's just, first of all, you're up against an algorithm that the platform has no interest in turning into a star. And then also, uh, because then people, you would leave, you would have that, there would be that weird power imbalance. They don't want to give up that power. And then also, uh, you know, you're competing with every single other piece of media out that day. So it's like, if there's been a school shooting, your jokey video is competing for eyeballs with that school shooting. It's not like it's on the same, it's on the same channel for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird, it's a very, very weird uh, medium in general.
2: It's it is. And it's so fickle, like trends come and trends go like uh, the, the one that immediately mm-hmm. pops into my mind is like on TikTok. There are a bunch of creators whose music is or, or whose creating creative work is focused around music. Sure. When that UMG deal changed and TikTok lost the rights to a ton <laughs> of music, mm-hmm. like their platform just gets completely undermined yeah. all of a sudden.
0: I think
1: it is. I mean, it is fickle. It is fickle. I it's funny because like even with comments and things like that, like I don't I don't pay a lot of attention. My my general rule is that the lovely comments I appreciate. The constructive criticism comments I will take under advisement if they're productive, but the negative comments like from strangers on the Internet that just don't I, it's irrelevant to me. I, I'm very much like Steve. I put out things that are interesting to me. Um, I am who I am. I think, you know, people who know me in real life are like, yeah, she's she's like that. Um, and people like it or people don't like it. For me, at least, at the end of the day, it's, um, it's entertainment, it's educational. Um, I don't have any aspirations, per se. Um, but it's fun. And it's giving a voice to a lot of people that I don't know. That they have a voice or they found their voice. That's kind of my goal. And everybody's goals are different, but that's my goal.
2: So, Lisa, what made you pick up the phone and start recording? Like, because TikTok, like, it really is just you pick it up and decide one day I'll make them one. So, what what
1: made it? Yeah, so anybody that knows me, like that's the infamous fruit bowl that I put my camera on when everybody thinks I'm <laughs> under my bed. Um, <clears throat> it's filled with bananas today, how appropriate. Um <laughs> I don't know. I think, you know, when you go on to TikTok, obviously, for the first time, those are people who may or may not be on it, you can kind of pick your interests, right? And so my interest, obviously, it was during COVID. Um, we more political type stuff, Canada and, and things like that. And as I would scroll through and I would see other people talking about things that I was like, yeah, this is, this is interesting. Let's talk about COVID numbers, whatever it was at the time. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I'm in Alberta, so we had a lot of stuff happening in Alberta at that point in time, and I—I I don't know. I just was kind of like, "Nah, nah, Jason Kenny, no." <laughs> this is what I'm going to point out. <laughs> so, and and that's just how it, it it evolved. And then I saw people like you, Steve, and I saw people, he who shall remain nameless, that we both love in Calgary, um, and that just kind of guided me i guess or inspired me to be like hey there are other like-minded people like me um so let's all talk about the same thing and somehow we just seem to have connected so mm-hmm. yeah. so you guys so how like, about
2: you? you started in the vine days i got i started in the vine that. days That's the wild I mean, west
0: it was the wild west for sure because this was like back in 2013 and um i, I mean the, the the story which i've told a lot is basically that and it's true is that we our business had collapsed so the man took a hit, basically, and we ended up <laughs> getting man. hacked. I know. Exactly. Feel for the man. and uh, <laughs> uh, Our business got hacked. We had to let go all 11 employees, uh, including my mother, who was a, uh, administ- a receptionist, essentially, administration, um, which was it's really horrible.
2: Thanksgiving.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she should have been performance reviewed months before that and let go. Um, I
2: mean, hosting it on the yacht was in poor taste.
0: That was probably harsher yeah, to, to swallow. Um, but anyway, the, so all that to say, uh, we went through this like massively long period of like about eight years of really, really dire fiscal straits. Like, like no money, borrowing money to pay the mortgage, all that kind of stuff, like really, really rough. And uh, eating lentils practically every meal um only because they were the cheapest thing we could find so it was like every possible way you could eat lentils we were eating lentils that way and it was we were, we had the notice in the door of our house the whole bit and uh it was really a case of for me i i vine had come out and i was like well i'm interested in um I am enjoying watching these vine videos. They're they're quick, they're snappy, they're funny. They're like let's going through the comic section on the old Saturday newspaper. It's like this is cool, I like this or farside comments or comments comics or that. And um, it was it was a way for I thought well maybe I'll I'll do some of these. Maybe that'll make me happy. And and it did. And I really enjoyed it. And then I would do stuff and I remember going down to the pub. I used to do because there was Shannon was out working at the time. The boys, our kids were in school obviously. And um I'd be at home like trying to scrape together like web jobs, web development jobs and stuff like that if I could. And uh in between I would make these videos. It would be ridiculous for me to have like just videos of a grown man on his own. So I would make them with this twelve inch plastic Chewbacca doll I've had since I was ten. I'd be like, This'll be better. Um made oh, these obviously. videos but the- exactly, it's much more respectable. Um this is crazy. There's a grown man making oh no, he's got a Chewbacca doll. It's fine. Problem um, solved. Exactly, but we I remember going down to the pub and the and the bartender said, "I love the Chewy video. That was so funny. When's the next one coming?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, maybe there's maybe there's something here. It doesn't cost me anything to make these, and people enjoy them." And we had no idea what to do. We ended up having a viral video in August of 2013. Got hired by Disney, and it was like, "Oh, you can make money doing this. Like this is this you can make a living. I can pay my bills. Like we, we could travel, spend time with the kids, and not lose our home. This is a good deal." And that was, interestingly, that was kind of like how I got into it. I, I, and as far as I was concerned, I'd hit the jackpot. Um, There's lots of other peers of ours at the time who were getting into it. Like, I want to be an actor, and this is why I'm doing social media. And it's like, I have no desire to be an actor whatsoever. I do want people to know what I look like, though. And I, want, I need that recognition, but uh, I don't want to be an actor.
1: Sash, it needs the sash. It's just the sash, exactly. <laughs> that was a
0: very long story, but this basically was. People ask me often, like, you know, when should I quit my job? And I was like, I think it's easier if you just wait for your business to collapse and you have no choice. <laughs> yeah, That's wait till you have
2: no other option. Burn yeah. the boats behind you.
0: Burn the boats behind you, and that'll be your sign <laughs> that it's time to try yeah. something like this. Yeah, exactly. See, I sort of like stumbled into it. I was,
2: I was in this very room, in this very desk, actually. Um, You're I like, was, I've got the neon sign. What do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> so my wife, my wife and I, uh, we don't do New Year's resolutions. We do uh, themes where we try to like, work our year around a given theme that we're trying to focus on for that year. And in 2022, I decided my theme was going to be creativity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I didn't really know what that was going to look like. And two weeks later, I was sitting down here and working on report cards and really didn't want to. And I was endlessly frustrated with the Saskatchewan government for...
0: Right. But they can't reasons. fire you, so you're fine. Well, so this is the thing. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm unionized... I'm kidding.
1: I'm they, kidding. Because <laughs> I'm
2: unionized, we're aces. And see so, last
1: week's show. See last, well, last week's show. So
2: here's, here's where it gets funny, is I literally had the mindset of, like, I just want to play with the tool. I just want to see what it's like, mm-hmm. kick the tires. I am going to intentionally cover a boring niche topic. I just was going to talk about the resignation of the head of the Sask Health Authority. Like, not an interesting topic. I had zero followers, nothing. Posted this video, and it did 70,000 views. My God. And I had 3,500 followers the next morning when I woke up, and it was literally like... Amazing. Oh, this is a thing I do now, I guess. Like... I don't know what this is, but it's my thing now. And I've literally just been sprinting to try to keep out in front of it ever since. (laughs) But it was like, literally just one day I was frustrated, and ever since then it's like been a snowball rolling down a hill.
0: I have this theory about uh, social media content creation and what goes viral, what people connect to the most, what they engage with the most, and I call it the low-level spectacle. And it's basically someone doing something that you, as a viewer, could probably do if you could be arsed. If you, you know, if you if you actually put in the effort, yeah. you're like, ah, I don't want to. But that's the that's usually more impressive than something that's high budget and that's it's you know lots of production value and stuff. That stuff happens all the time on TV and and doesn't cost you anything because you're already paying for it. It Doesn't matter. So it's, you're not really impressed with it, um, or it it takes an awful lot to be impressed.
1: Hence the fruit bowl. That's that's yeah. My... <laughs> That's my videographer right spectacle. there. Yeah, your exactly. low-level it's spectacles
0: exactly. of
2: Like yeah. my my videos are always have always been like when I roll out of bed and just start recording on a couch. Like there's there's not a lot of production value to be found. Yeah. Although I, I can a... tell the origin story of the toque now. I can share the toque. Oh origins. yes, please, oh. please.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: So this is this is a complex, t- multi-layered narrative. So. On TikTok, if, you, if you're if you familiar with my TikTok content, I speak in front of a green screen fairly regularly. And green screens on uh, mobile phones are not always the greatest when it comes to hair.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: And so Jeez. it gave me these awful, like, fuzzy edges to my head, and I couldn't get it right. And I literally yeah. looked around, and there was an old... Uh, stf toque that was like swag from some stf event and i was like i probably shouldn't have the logo on it so if you go back it's actually backwards yeah um and i threw it on because i was like i guess i should probably this will work and i don't like i don't wear a toque really anywhere else like i don't wear a toque out and about yes you do oh sorry yes i totally do that's a thing sorry yes absolutely um but it and now, so literally all that happens is if I ever do a video without a toque on, the collective freak out of the internet is unbelievably funny. Like, this person terrifies them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For no. those
0: watching at home, I just unleashed the main.
1: <laughs> Not the and there mane. Was,
0: I've mixed it out, but there was a sound when he pulled his toque off.
2: There was also a bunch of rotoscope effects, like an old He-Man.
0: Yeah, we kind of it was like a Michael Bay thing. The camera somehow spun around him in slow motion. It was quite dramatic. Pretty good It was like a
2: John Woo movie doves flew. Out.
0: <laughs> I find both of you guys what's, what's interesting for me is that you guys have like real iconic voices, I think. Um meaning just your style of speaking, the the timber of your voice is really unique and iconic to me. And that's what's kind of kept me coming back and it's funny because um we started this podcast series and we were doing the first recording. Um, Shannon, my wife had said to say to you, she listens to your voices every day because she sits across from me in the living room as I'm watching them and she will listen in like they're like mini podcasts basically. Um, and, but she knows who you are by based on that voice. She's like, Oh, I like them. No, I like them. I like them. Which Hi cool. Shannon. I,
2: I, Hi Shannon.
0: Let's don't, don't suck up to her. It's, it, that's, there's no need um tell her to get a, an account and watch her on videos she doesn't have to just listen to <laughs> mine which is so also do i have a,
2: a, you saying alberta premier danielle smith in my voice in your head is the question
0: yeah
1: oh, alberta God. premier danielle smith Daniel Smith.
2: <laughs> yeah. saskatchewan premier scott moe
0: i think it's your it's your pacing it's your pacing yeah.
2: it's very yeah. distinct danielle
0: smith alberta premier danielle <laughs> smith
1: <laughs> damn, damn, damn. It's
2: because there's a dose of withering <laughs> contempt every
1: time. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: See, and you I just, just call her Danny. <laughs> I feel like we're on that level that I can just call her Danny. No, um, I think that's all, well.
2: all of the first syllables high, and then you drop on the last one. Like, if I was to be like, podcast legend, brittle star.
1: Yeah, you come down.
0: <laughs> you're like, it's, but it's like you're sacheting like you're sa- you're down about just about two stairs. Maybe like. <laughs> Uh, it's it's
2: it's because i just need to bust out that that haunting baritone
0: well (laughs) do you think you have a baritone voice uh
2: i i i've been told i have a lyric baritone the the voice people in the chat or in the replies can can come through and let me know but
0: okay i was was i've
1: been i've been told that i'm annoying so i don't don't (laughs) 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 depends what comments i read but yeah (laughs)
2: oh man don't read the comments do you read the comments
1: sometimes i read the comments i don't i try not to read the comments on x or whatever the hell that is that i don't care about i'll sometimes read the comments on tiktok only because (laughs) i like to see if people are going after people in my comments in which case i'll just delete them because i don't think that's right you can come after me i don't have a problem with that um but some of them are just like, it's just repetitive, like, oh, she's so nasal. Fucking rights, I'm nasal. I live in Alberta. Like, what do you want? Everything is an excuse, but I live in Alberta. So you're going to get what you're going to get. Um, but yeah, oh, I, I pay no mind.
2: So. My favorite ever was, I used to get all of the like, you're such a low T beta soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then I posted a, a TikTok that was shared my history as a competitive power lifter. Like I went to Western Canadians and like I was super heavy <laughs> into it for a while and some photos and stuff. And so now it's flipped to, oh, watch out. He's got roid rage." <laughs> it's oh, like, wow, you guys
0: really just want
2: something to be mad at, huh?
0: <laughs> I do love the people I that are it's doing Funny, the, the people that comment things like low T soy boy. And so it's like, wait a minute. You're the person commenting on the video. Like, I made it. What have you done? (laughs) Nothing. You're such a beta. It's like, you are replying to me. You're literally by definition. (laughs) In your blank (laughs) profile. In this relationship.
1: Yeah. I get the, oh, you're so woke. And of course you have purple hair. It's
0: like. Oh my God. God. Really?
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, you must
0: have it worse than Steve and I, I would think. I mean, I get lots of abuse and stuff like that, but I mean, I don't really care um again a massive ego it takes quite a bit to knock me down um i think i'm pretty cool um the man and uh if you will if i will but i mean it's it's this friends of mine and i i wrote about this in my book welcome to the stupid apocalypse see guys you're gonna eat your plugs in there uh but i wrote about this about how like friends of mine who are social media personalities who are women they have to deal with so much more garbage that i have to deal with like i don't have to like no one's no, I have. Doesn't matter how much I asked, no one is sending me nude pictures of themselves. It doesn't. It's not <laughs> happening. It's just not happening. And yeah, certainly, I'm, not I'm the same way.
2: My experience has been very broadly positive, and I don't think that's universal. No, oh
1: no, 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 no. I think that would be a good topic for another show, but because okay. um, I think it it expands to like social media and politics and like the difference of right. of um, what that looks like for different people. Um but I've, I've come to realize that, like, in my uh, DMs and TikTok, there's a special DM section where it just gets filtered. I didn't even know that was there. I get Ooh. a lot of, hey, I'd like you to be my sugar baby. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> hey. Sugar baby. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They want to give me, I think it's $5,000 a month. Like, all of them. Like, any of the ones, it's, like, $5,000 a month. Um, you like, that's not no, sugar.
0: That's Stevia. That's Stevia money.
1: <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> you can't afford me. Um, no, I think it is a little bit different. Um, I, you know, I get a lot of critiques and like I said, I, I, it's a lot of ad hominem like personal attack sure. stuff, which I think is just yeah. base level commentary. Um, but I, it'd be interest, I'd be interested to like do a comparison. And like I said, maybe that's a topic for another show, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it, do you, it, there was... you can't let it bother you.
2: Well and that's no, long... like I always I always ask myself the go to question which is do I care what this person thinks? And like in but in, in some situations they're coming in good faith and I disagree with them. And in that case, yeah, I care what they think. Right? Because what they think is they got there somehow and let's let's unpack that and talk about it and whatever. It's the people, like, if somebody is willing to come into a stranger's comment sections and insult their appearance or make gross allegations or whatever, do I care what they think? No. No. Like, what's their opinion worth now? Yeah, I always like, compare If I found to... out that Uncle Ron was spending his free time in TikTok comment sections being awful, yeah. I'm not likely going to take a lot of feedback from him.
0: No. Yeah. I always compare it to uh, uh, being in a crowded bar... And walking to you know from the bathrooms back to your Cedar River, and somebody makes comments, says something as you pass by, or says something stupid in general as you walk by, and you're like, "Well, I'm not going to stop and engage. What do you mean by you think my hair looks funny, you don't like my pants, my shoes are stupid like what why would I possibly care about that? That doesn't matter to me at all, And it goes back to him. there's a guy, uh, I believe his name's Scott Stratton, who was uh, unmarketing and um. I remember him and I had a conversation one time and he said, comments don't matter. And I thought, Oh, that's a bit brutal. I mean, the the truth of the matter is when it comes to the algorithm and engagement, comments do matter quite a lot. Uh, If you turn comments off on posts on X slash Twitter or Instagram or something, your, your reach plummets, um, Mm -hmm, which is really, really frustrating. But at the same time, it's just the way it is. Um, But he was like, they they don't matter. They don't add anything to your comment, your content, because it's the never constructive, and the nice comments are nice, and the, there's the rest of them are garbage. Um, and I think as a content creator, when you put yourself out there, as much as I say I have a big ego, yeah, I remember the first time going through comments on Vine and stuff, and and going through, going glowing comment, lovely comment, happy comment, joyful comment. And you'd go through like 50 of those and there'd be one horrible pointed comment you'd be like ah you'd be deflated entirely and you're like wait a minute why it's because i've opened myself up to receiving the good stuff and now i'm just open i'm just generally open and i don't need to be open i think that's you know as you as you said lisa like lovely comments are lovely but to me the rest generally it's just like they're just it's not it's like watching netflix and watching the office on netflix and then you know, somebody from Idaho commenting what they thought about that episode. It's like, I don't care what you thought. I don't care if you loved it. I don't care if you hated it. I don't care if you noticed that Pam's blouse was stupid. It doesn't matter. Get out of here.
2: You're, you're right. But at the same time, like I reply to comments a lot.
0: Do you really? And so
2: to me, that is a lot of, um, like I, I, when I create stuff, I respond to inputs and that's a lot of the input that I get. And so Even if they're wrong, even if they're being a jerk, sometimes I'll try to look for the underlying belief behind that or the underlying assumption and talk past the jerk to the belief behind it. Because the fact is, even though that person is a jerk, there's probably other people listening who share that belief to some degree, right? Mm. Like if it's that like, oh, lazy people on welfare or whatever. The, The wrongness in the rudeness has a belief underlying it. And when that is the case, then I'll go and and address that belief. Or if there's no belief underlying it, I'll just make a video where I'm like, I don't know, flipping pancakes <laughs> and laughing at them. But, but do you think I think it is there's comment. always a grain yeah. of something.
1: Yeah. I do. I think the comments are not not for an ego thing. Like that's not that's, you know, I don't want to read well, how yeah. many people love me. Um but I think I they're do. important because... It, I know, well, there you go. Um, I think it's an outlet for a lot of people. There's a lot of people who maybe don't make videos or don't put their opinions out there publicly. Um, and it's interesting to kind of watch in the comments if someone says something that's a little bit jerky, um, that people who appreciate what you're saying will come and like they will have this little debate back and forth. Sure. Um, but sometimes I think it's like an outlet for, for people who just don't want to do videos or or don't feel that they can to be able to express their opinions, support the people that they appreciate. Um, So I like I would never uh, block comments on any of my videos. Um, Mm -hmm. But like I said, when I if I can and I see something that's, you know, abusive in nature, then I will just get rid of it.
2: Yeah, I uh, I'll let them spin their tires. But as soon as it pivots to like racism, transphobia, then it's a pretty quick block.
0: I think yeah. because like the the bulk of my engagement happens on Twitter, um, for better or worse, is there's like it's just there's so many stupid, stupid comments and accounts that are just contrarian and uh, you know, are combative and argumentative and uh, they're agitators is all they are. They're just that's mm-hmm. that's all they're trying to doing is stirring up engagement engagement for themselves. farming. Yeah, exactly. And I just have I I I think I've I've entirely. I think it's been largely fruitful actually in the sense that I've, I've stopped engaging for the most part, I would say I respond to less than 5% of the comments that I get. And those are usually nice comments or questions or something, or someone says this made a big difference in my day or something. It's like that stuff. Sure. I I know. Mm -hmm. I kind of get a feeling where you're coming from and I'm actually happy to that. I'm able to do that. That's, that's really great for me. And I'm very grateful for it. Um, but i think that in general like there's, there's so much garbage stuff that's out there it's like it's not worth listening to it's not worth reading it's not worth engaging with it's not worth giving the time of day and it's also like i feel like sometimes i'm i'm creating something and putting it on a stage and then i'm not just going to hand you the microphone you know i'm not going to say listen to everyone come to my show i worked really hard on this enjoy it that's great here's my microphone tell everyone what you think it's like i don't care yeah. get out of here it's yeah. too late very rarely have I had com- comments that have been constructive. I had uh, the, the only one that stands out ever was a guy commented and he said, your background music is too loud. Notch out 200 kilohertz in the EQ and that'll open up the space for your voice. And I was like, huh? I checked it. I was like, God, he's right. Damn it. So I thanked <laughs> him. I was man, like, right, amazing. Those,
2: those are the comments that get under my skin. The ones that are correct and you just like,
1: oh, he's...
2: Like, your sound's wrong here. I know. I know it is. Like, I tried to fix it. I was hoping no one would notice. Right now. Um, yeah, accurate, rude comments are the worst. But the one that I wanted to ask you folks about was, what is your opinion about the the YouTube method, which I, 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 I'm a little prone to overusing it, I'll admit, which is hiding the user from your channel they can still watch they can still interact they can spin their tires freely as they like and comment as they please no one but them will ever see it
0: i love that so much it seems so dastardly it's like psychological warfare isn't it
2: it's it it feels a little censorshipy but at the same time it is viscerally satisfying to know that they're just absolutely going bananas in comments that no one will ever see but them.
1: I've said it before, like, my page is not a democracy. It is a dictatorship. No! I get to say what, right? Like that, and I appreciate, there's there's different things you can do, like on a TikTok, it, you know, I guess it depends on the platform that I will engage in every once in a while, because I think it's funny. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I know they're on the other end of their phone going, ah! um, Yeah. I mean, I think I... Here's the thing. When I put stuff out there, it's like the 10 minutes it takes me to record, whatever it took me to maybe, you know, do my research. I put it out there and then I walk away. And, you know, I... Whatever. We go to work, we deal with family, we do whatever we deal with. For a lot of people that are receiving that on the other end and I've learned this through, you know, some of the comments that people have made. There are a lot of people, you know, who still, even though the pandemic's over, are immunocompromised and spent a lot of time at home. For them, that's real life, right? And so they're engaging with things that they wouldn't otherwise be able to engage in in the real world. Our Mm -hmm. videos are, you know, whatever becomes their world um, because that's what they have access to. And so I'm never going to shut that down from some people. Um, I'm never going to, you know engage in that banter back and forth, but I have an appreciation that because of this world of social media, um, it's really opened up worlds for people who can't maybe leave the house as easily as we ha- can. So I, mm. I, I've i learned a lot. I've learned a lot in the last mm. three years on social media the, for sure.
2: The person who immediately pops into my head, I don't know if I should name him or not. Um, he'll know exactly who it is. Um, there's this person who has been in my comment section since i started in 2022 daily saying things that i frequently disagree (laughs) with and more than once poking his head up and getting dunked on to oblivion by the rest of the comment section (laughs) and he's there every day and he's been getting less wrong and less wrong and closer and closer to the real problems over the course of those two years and if i blocked him two years ago None of that would have happened. And this guy, like, he acknowledges it, too. He's quite proud of it. Right. Is, has gone through this process of unpacking his own thinking. And if I had said, you're out of here on day one, which I was tempted to more than right. once, like, he was pushing his limits, um, none of that would have happened. And that has a lot of worth. And so I'm always a little reticent on blocking, but also if somebody's a jerk, sometimes...
0: They gotta go. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I generally don't block people at all because I feel it's it's uh, it, it, some for some people. I think it gives them a <clears throat> a sense of victory. Like I think there's a lot for especially for the people who are <clears throat> don't sorry, who don't enjoy me that much. Um, they are trying to piss me off, basically. And that when they block them, they go, ha, look at this. I won much like when, you know, people post like so-and-so block me or whatever. And so that, that, that's, that is what it is for different reasons. Um, but I think for me, it's like, I'm not going to give them the satisfaction you can say whatever you want to me, man. I don't care. Uh, but I, I think it's important to remember that, you know, the, the genuine comments of people who are, this is their set. This is their community. Um, this is how they engage with the world who are getting better and learning and progressing. I mean, I love to think that was the majority of people in comments. I don't think it's remotely the majority. I think it's a a tiny fraction of the people who are there and the rest of them are just kind of, you know, digital farts, basically. They're just nothing. They're just kind of, you know, comments of people saying, watching a TV show and saying, I love this uh, or I hate this or whatever. Um, I know that when our youngest was doing social media when we started in when he was like about 11 or 12, he did a video and a guy who was quite popular on Vine reshared his video. And the video, I think, I think it was, he correct me if I was wrong. I'm sure he will. But, um, it was covered by, uh, Buzzfeed, uh, in an article called why, why white people can't do the whip, which is <laughs> which is a, which is a <laughs> dance. And, uh, but he was, but his, his whole, like uh, my, his, his name's Gregor Reynolds. Uh, so Gregor's whole thing was, I'm going to do this vine joke where I'm this, the horrible white kid trying to do the whip. And it was like really gawky and really goofy and stuff. And anyway, it was on like the front page of Buzzfeed and it was one of their articles he did and stuff. They got a lot of notoriety out of it. Um, but this guy shared the video for the express purpose of, he had left a comment, a, a horrible comment at the top of Gregor's video shared it on his own channel so then gregor woke up he got lots of positive feedback about the video and then woke up the next morning with just under 500 horrible hate comments like death mm-hmm. threats you should die you should blah, blah blah all this kind of stuff and i remember we had to sort of I mean, we had talked about comments at that point as like you know parents to kids and and the fact that we're kind of you know it's the david lee roth quote that i always use from 1992 where he said, if you stick your head above the crowd, somebody's bound to throw a rock at it. It's like, this it just comes with the territory. And knowing that, you know, I would say to, to Gregor at the time and say to her other son as well, Owen, oh, I'd be like, for some people, this is the brightest moment of their day. This is it. The rest of their life might be horrendous. This one lash out might be the only power they feel that entire day. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean you have to listen to it that doesn't mean you have to accept it but it does mean it's not even about you it just it's just those negative comments aren't even really about you at all except for the guy with the eq tip that was about it that was about me
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was that was when they're really pointed you know Mm -hmm. yeah one that kills me is how um like i don't know i just find there's a there's a underlying meanness but there's also and i don't know where this comes from an underlying repetitiveness to it oh I, sure i found yeah. this too the rude yeah. comments it's weird cuz it almost feels like there's this club this this in group these this group of people who feel like they share this common language of jerkdom <laughs> and i have no idea like do they have meetings where they're just like i'm going to call him a cock this week like <laughs> How does this work? Like did they all convene and we're like, "Yeah, we're now soy is an insult even though it's a bean." Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's a discord somewhere where they're like, "Okay, this is what we're going to put on every single comment or every single video." Yeah. But then it makes me think that's all they got. Like that's all they got. They can't come up with anything more creative than the the standard oh, it's whatever some it is thin the
2: week. cruel. Yeah. It's like Yep. Dunking on comments every now and then, it's just like, you guys, you're boring, be interesting. Yeah. Like, I teach middle school. I get roasted in ways you can't imagine. Like, yeah, if you're not going to come to me with something original, I'm just going to yawn and shrug and walk away. There was one I think kid. You...
0: Go ahead. Sorry, go. go ahead. No, no, you go. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Finally. There you go. No, <laughs> Um, I was just going to say there was one kid who, was, who would leave like mean comments on my videos and stuff and eventually I went I was like, so I went to his profile and I was like he's doing his own videos and I was like I responded back and I said why are you wasting your time making mean comments on my video just work on your own videos you're doing great and so he actually did but he was like one person out of over 10 years of doing this has actually done that but it's exactly that idea of uh, people yelling it's like buying a ticket to see the movie, see a movie and yelling at the screen, it's like it's too late, buddy. You're like the, the power dynamic is already set. You know, <laughs> I made this. You're commenting on this thing that I've made. You have made nothing. And it's just it's a good thing to remember as a content creator, I think.
1: So, I think too, like I I, I I don't want to take away the importance of like the negative aspect of what can happen when you open yourself up on social media. And I think, sure. you know, the first, this is going to sound silly, the first death threat, the first, whatever you get, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. cause it happens. Um, and the fact that it's such
2: a, an ordinary thing is just the worst. Yeah.
1: Right. And you get it the first time. And, you know, we, we have, you know, friends on TikTok, and we've seen how it's been impactful in different ways. Um, it's like, it does the first time you get it, you're like, Holy shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. you. And you really have to take a step back. I mean, I think it takes a sp- special type of person, and not that I think, you know, Steve or I are special, but, or used to, but.
0: I was, was a I, last I, minute I, throw in there.
1: Sorry, well, you're, you're in the corner. As the, I, the man, we do feel matter. he <laughs> is quite special. <laughs> not <but that's hard laughs> to say that
0: uh, me and Steve are special, but uh, all <laughs> you as well, I guess. And
1: Jazz hands! Us um, special <laughs> ones over here. Right, us <laughs> special ones over
0: here. <laughs>
1: Um, no, but like I, I, it's, it takes a certain person to be able to do videos or put content out what, regardless of the platform every day and open yourself up and legitimately be able to say, I can't let it impact me good or bad. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I don't want to just, I don't want to discredit the good comments cause I so appreciate them. Like sometimes you're just having a crap day and somebody says something just so nice. And it's like, I like, I appreciate that kind of stuff so much. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, people are are there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and Mm -hmm. you know the um rage and anger that people have and they feel they have to take it out on you because you're the face that's saying the things that they don't believe in like okay like i'll be that punching bag for you right and again i don't care if you're coming at me um but if you're if you're making comments that are anti-human rights you're getting punted, right? If you're attacking right, right. somebody in my comments, that's just trying to, whatever, you may get you may get punted for a little bit. I, like I may just block you for a little bit. I may bring you mm-hmm. back at some point, but I think everybody needs a timeout. But I know that there are, there are people that we've that we know and that have been negatively impacted by that commentary and that feedback and that that openness that we have sometimes gets taken advantage of in in various ways. It's, so I think it's, it's important so to have that boundary I mean Because you
0: really are yeah. putting yourself out there. And it's like you're yeah. putting yourself out everywhere. In the same argument as earlier saying, you know, when you're creating content, you're competing with every single other piece of content out in the world that day, that minute. And in that same way, you're putting yourself on the same screen as movie stars, TV celebrities, newscasters, world leaders, you're... The, you're all fit in the same screen when someone's looking at your videos in the bathroom. You know what I mean? It's all exactly the same. Um, so it's it, it is a, it's, it's a big jump. And maybe I think special. By that you mean probably, I don't know, ego, egomaniacal or sociopathic, one well, of the two.
2: This, this is honestly like, a, I think, an elephant in the room that we're all pretty evasive of as content creators. But I genuinely do think there has to be a certain underlying degree of ego to think that you oh my are God. worthy of picking yes. up the phone and recording yourself and putting <laughs> it into the world. Yeah. And if, and if that right. ego the is thing. fragile... Three of us are right. <laughs> yes, us three people on camera are very insightful.
0: are very right. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
2: but like, at the end of the day, I think that part of it, though, is if that ego is secure, you're all right. It's yeah. when another person can tell you who you are or what you're about, if you aren't rock solid in who that is, then the armor starts to break down very quickly. Now, that isn't to blame people who have struggled with it. Like, my no, no, experience no. is not indicative. <clears throat> but I think that's a lot of the armor that we have against it is just that person can't tell me jack about who I am. Because yeah. what yeah. do they know?
1: Yeah. yeah, Or what you put out. I, I mean, I think Steve and I probably get a lot of comparisons and we get a lot of videos shared amongst each other and be like, oh, Steve said this. And, and I right. am like, "I don't give a shit what Steve said. Like, whatever. Steve yeah. can do whatever Steve does. Yeah. Um, I think a lot
0: of people feel that because, way. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially in this in this room. Um, in this
0: particular but we all podcast. Have,
1: yeah. In this particular moment. Um, we all have slightly different takes on things and that's okay. We're not all Great. copycats of each other. Yeah. Um, we present things differently. We may have difference of opinions, the man. Um, so like, you know, it, but people, people gravitate to it and, you know, they may follow me. They may follow Steve. Steve and I have, um, one of our followers that comments positive things. You did a video on it the other day, Steve. Um, oh, is that, I love is him. that the I one I grew up?
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. So ring. this, this, this <laughs> magnificent fella Oh. shows up in the comments. So I make a dozen videos a day every day. Uh, he shows crazy. up in the comments of every single one saying yeah. when I grow up I want to and then comes up with something situationally appropriate. Every <laughs> single time. That's and genius. like you know those jokes that start out funny, turn annoying and then yeah. boomerang then to super funny? Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it went through that phase. Because, like, there was a minute where I was, like, slightly tempted to tell him to knock it off. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to let it play out. Let it run. And it just gets funnier.
1: At the beginning, I was like, is he making fun of me? Are <laughs> like, like, no! you making fun of me, Dad? <laughs> 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 But then I was like, no, he's insightful. And he's pointing it out, like, the key point of the video. Bless you. If you're listening, thank you so much, because it's entertaining. Um, I think that's
2: something interesting is you do develop these funny relationships with people who consume your content, regular commenters. And like, for me, I stream on Twitch and you spend a lot of time with followers Mm -hmm. and communicate with them back and forth quite a bit. And so the relationship like, oh, it gets good and parasocial out there. But Uh, for sure, like it's 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 there's a two wayness to it. Like I. I don't know. It's very sociable feeling to some degree. Like you feel like these people are your friends
0: in some sense. I think it's, it's like we're cult leaders is basically <laughs> it's like the nicest cult <laughs> leaders you could ever hope to you get. Can't,
1: you can't say that in Alberta. Cause we have actual cult leaders here, but Oh, that's um, true. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It's um, not, does not well, we apply. In it, include, yeah. It yeah, does not apply to this, but we talked about it in the first uh, show about the sense of responsibility. Like I really do kind of, Mama bear. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a bit of a mama bear for uh, a lot of the people that I've come to know um, in the comments, certainly. But at the end of the day, and and this is ego or not, it's probably ego. um, I will always make the content (laughs) that I want to make for me. And if people resonate with that, come on board. And if you don't, fuck all the way off. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's it. As soon as you
2: start making your content for somebody else's wants, you're in trouble.
0: I had we I got invited down by YouTube this is in 2016 I think I got um, to <laughs> listen maybe some someday you guys will be special like I am um, hey, I'm
2: medium in Australia I'll have you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're going down to YouTube by YouTube to YouTube space LA and they were having this like three-day thing where they were just going to talk about you know Crafting content, what's going to work on YouTube, blah blah blah. because it was really great. It was really flattered to be involved, and um, went down there. And the guy who was in charge of uh, content and creator partnerships at the time, uh, who was a very nice guy, very smart guy, very successful content creator, his himself now, um, like tremendously successful. And he said to me, "Oh, I, I was doing a series at the time called uh, World's Most." And it was a series of videos of that. Well, I'll just do like cool facts about world's most expensive treehouse, world. Like just bizarre things, just like silly things. Mm-hmm. And it was getting like 700 views uh, per episode. I was like, well, this is not sustainable. Um, it just wasn't really growing. It wasn't really picking up. And, but he came over and he's like, I love your world's most series." I was like, God, maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I've just been held back by the system, by the man. <laughs> But um, a man, it's, 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 the
2: man who you were literally talking to in that
0: moment, <laughs> exactly. Like, maybe that's maybe that's the problem. He goes, "I really love the series." I was like, "Oh, thank you so much," because I love this episode. I was like, "Wow, he's really actually watched this stuff. It's really cool." And then he said, "I think what would be great for you is if you did more of like looked at what's trending, and then just did more videos like what's trending. That'd be great. Um, like right now, uh, slime and foam slime is really trending. You could do something with that." And I was like, "What? No." <laughs> like my goal, my goal isn't and has never been, even though I love getting good numbers. I like creating stuff that gets good numbers. My goal is not to just create what's getting numbers in a different, slightly different voice mm-hmm. to get numbers. It's about creating something that I want to create and hoping it it resonates with enough people that it gets numbers. Um, but yeah, it was oh, just, the it was numbers so are bizarre.
2: affirming. But if they're the goal, you're in trouble, right? Like,
0: uh, yes, I mean, yes, yeah.
1: Well, and I mean, for like, you know, on a platform like TikTok, what do numbers get us? A <laughs> whole this, lot of except, nothing. Except on this podcast. Um, no, so but like, you know, for, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, we're not, we're not for monetizing. people
2: <laughs> online who don't know, TikTok Canada does not pay creators.
0: No creator um, funds. I Zero.
2: put up uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about a quarter million views a day and have made, I think, $40 total? Ever?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah,
1: that sounds about right. I, that,
0: that's actually a good myth to to, to, to dispel is the, the, the myth of monetization, because even on YouTube, you can get millions and millions of views and you're not making big money yet. You've got to make like yeah. tens to hundreds of millions of views all the time to get money. I would
2: say it's yeah. the consistency. It's the churn. You got to have stuff yeah. going constantly.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's yeah.
1: why, though, like what we do, it's a labor of love. Like I just do it. Cause I feel like I need to. <laughs> That's about I, it. Right. So
2: I wake up at 5am to record every morning and it's yeah. like the only thing that gets you out of bed to do that for no money is cause you believe you in it. Cause you care about it. Cause it. It. you want to do you it. Care about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like it matters. Well, that, that was a beautiful ending it to does. this podcast episode. Wasn't it? It was yeah. nice. Wasn't it? <laughs> so we're thanks so much for listening. The we really approves. appreciate it. And uh, the man approves exactly. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure next week's episode, who knows where we'll be. It could, we could be anywhere.
1: Right.
0: It could, you know, it could be, maybe we're going on tour <laughs> yeah. in Australia. Maybe it's the next. Maybe our fourth episode is the live show from Australia. Oh <laughs> yeah. Let's celebrate I mean, breaking into the that's top That's where the is at. You go
2: where your people are.
0: That's exact. Yeah, they yeah. want to hear yep. about Canadian So Go where the politics. people want to see you. Yeah. They love that kind <laughs> of stuff. Uh, we're going to finish yeah. the show, of course, as we always do with uh, an improvised theme song. Um, who's doing what this time?
2: I'm gonna grab
0: uh, my good—I don't know—ukulele. Get, Get on it, let's want. go. Let's just see. exactly. This is always... right. Let's chop chop.
1: People right. always comment on my TikTok videos about my lip gloss. No, loss, you, so did, gonna, you did. You
0: gonna... did. You can't do that. You can't do the whistle again. What Get do... out of here.
1: Oh right. Oh yeah. Okay, good.
0: All right. Yeah. No, Hang you're on. fine, Lisa. You're fine. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So the podcast is broken. Podcast is broken. You are listening to the podcast and the podcast is broken. Podcast is broken. Ah, Thanks everybody. Have a Take good care, week. Everybody. That was our best one yet.
2: Some of our best oh, work.
0: Now-